And welcome to the Go Social Podcast with Brian Hahn. Go Social is a relaxed and unedited conversation with marketing expert Brian Hahn. Brian's the founder of Go Social Experts and the author of multiple books, his most recent being The Facebook Formula, which you can purchase on Amazon, or stay around to the end of today's show and I'll tell you how to get a copy mailed right to your door. I'm Michael DeLon, your host for the next few minutes as we chat with online marketing expert, business owner, and author Brian Hahn. Well, today we are talking with one of the most successful guys on earth. This is Brian Hahn. <laughs> I'm not making that claim. That sounds a little no, no, bit no. far out there from that. But, but thanks, Michael. I, I'm happy to be here talking with you. Well, you got you, me instead of that person. You are welcome. You know, it's funny because, Brian, you know, you're traveling right now with your wife and you're mm -hmm. living the dream that most of us think about living going, wow, how could I just do my work from anywhere? And yep. fortunately, you've built a business. Mm -hmm. that allows you to work remotely yep. and in today's culture that's really good with the pandemic but you've yep. got a, a fifth wheel trailer and you and your wife are yep. out visiting your family and yep. you're taking a few weeks most yep. people have to take a few weeks off to do that yep, yep. you just, just take your a, business with you i love I it i just took so. the business with me just take a few days and we're driving so uh and, it's and, a little hard it's a little hard to record driving down the highway like this but we could try it someday we, not. We could definitely do that because you have so much knowledge in your little noggin. <laughs> you could just spit it out and, you know, sure, what do you yeah. have to think? Um, <laughs> the challenge there, by the way, I was doing that one day with my wife. We were driving through the mountains of Colorado going somewhere, and I was on a conference call, and she's gone, you got to take the exit. Take <laughs> and so there's a little, you got, there's a little finesse there. There is, yes. Uh, that's not what I want to talk about today. What I want to talk about is, is the success that you've had in ads that fail. Because I'm sure okay. with all the Facebook ads you've, written, you've done for so many companies over so many years, surely you've had one or two fail. What, what do you tell somebody who's running some ads and they go, but that ad didn't work? <laughs> well, then we just say we were testing the ad and we're going to test <laughs> something new. It's, you know. Marketing's all about testing. That's right. It's all about testing. I used to say to people I was going to experiment. They're like, you can't experiment with my money. I'm like, okay, I won't experiment. We're going to test it and see how it works. They're like, okay, that's fine. I'm like, and it, great. You know, and it's always the market's fault. It's not yours. It's yes. the market. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, but seriously, not every ad works no, no matter what no. you're doing. Um, and so, just talk to, to give us you, about that. Right. And just to get for you to know, for people to realize this, you need to test multiple ads because for the – if you are really, really good, maybe 20 to 30% of your ads will work. That means that 70 to 80% of your ads won't work. Maybe as many as 90% of your ads aren't going to work. Um, and some audiences, have, but the key is, is you find them fast, you shut them off, and the ones that do work, you keep putting more and more money behind the ones that do work to actually, um, just so you're, you're at the end, you're coming out many, many times ahead. Your return on your ad spend is very, very high. Is what you're looking for yes so so know that ads not working is going to be a given um, and ads not working are not a big deal it's when your entire campaign or strategy that's not working isn't i mean if you have nothing that's worked and you you've you've run 100 ads and none of them have worked there's other issues but we're not getting into that we're talking about ads that work what are you looking at first with your ads um the very first thing that we look at is really we when we're looking at ads that aren't working or we're not getting the results that we want um, sometimes an ad not working means it's breaking even. Um, sometimes ad not working means that we're, you know, getting no results or we're getting, you know, half the results that we want. So how extreme you have to be depends on where you're at. 
Yeah. Well, it also goes back to what we talked in the last episode is, is having yep. a goal, having a mm-hmm. target that you're reaching for, because how do I know if it's working or not? Right. Yep. Definitely. You have to definitely have the target of what you're looking at um, for that. So knowing your money math numbers will make a significant difference in what is good. Because like, a, you know, I use the example of the grocery store versus the information marketer, you know, the 80% cost of goods sold versus the 10%. What's, you know, what is okay for the information marketer is an absolute disaster for the grocery store owner. Right. Um, and those are just two extremes. There's many, many in the middle, but that's just what I picked um, for that. Um, but so the very first thing we look at is who the heck are we talking to? Is our audience the right people? Um, from, from Facebook, are, are the people that we're looking at interested in what we're actually selling? The, ones that, the people that we're targeting, are they actually interested in what we're selling? And how do we know? Okay, so th- th- these are the questions you're asking when, a, yep. when, when the client says, when ad, hey, my ads failed or we haven't right. hit the target. Here's right. what you're, this is the diagnosis per se. This is, this is our diagnosis per se about what we're looking at to change. And by the way, we usually tell the client that your ad's not working because we, before we started the ad, we already knew what our goal was. Right. So we knew, that, we knew that you wanted a $10 cost per lead or cost per acquisition or a $3 or a $50, whatever the number is. I mean, in different industries, it's, it's all over the board. Some people, $3 is too high. Some people, $300 is too high. Um, but $299 is still okay. That's right. um, seriously, $299 is still okay. okay. Um, sometimes $1,000 is okay um, wow. for that. It depends on the value of what you're selling right. and how soon they pay you um, are the kind of things. So we're looking, but so the key, first key comes down to is your audience. How do you know that your audience is the right audience? Is it an interest audience that you created based on Facebook interest? Is it based on an email audience of, of your past customers that you uploaded? Those are two different ones. The past customers should be really good. An interest audience are people you think would be good um, from it. So is, are the people that you're targeting the interested in what you're selling right. um, for it? Is, so you, you have to look at that and, and analyze that audience. For, is what I, I usually look at start with the audience okay. um, is when I, I look at and say, okay, is the and sometimes this is like a two minute thing. I know this is a rate. I know this is a good group of people. We've run other offers in the same account to them and they responded. This one's not working. That one did. Okay. If the audience is fine, we need to change something else. But if it's the very first time that we've run anything, then we don't know. Right. So we have to go to test item number two. Okay. And, and that's, so a couple things real there on, on that. If you're yep. starting out with this, and this goes back to a mm-hmm. podcast we did. Wow. I don't even know how long ago. Is you're not going to start out with a thousand dollars a week. You're going to start nope. out with twenty five dollars or fifty dollars to right. run these tests to get right. the data to go. Yep. Okay, wow, that one didn't work, and it always takes me back to was it um, Einstein who, who created the light bulb guy? Ah, uh, yeah, um, Edison. Edison, thank you. The other guy, yep. the other E, the other guy found, yep. found a thousand ways it didn't work. Yep, that's a, that's kind of what you're doing when you start yep. this process. Yep, yep, and you're and you're testing it, so you're spending you know ten dollars a day or. $20 a day on an ad, or um, yeah. you might be setting an ad set of three and they're running them for $10 a day. Five days, you're going to know you spent 50 bucks. Um, and yes, there is some testing that goes along with this. And for some, that sounds like a lot. And for other people, it sounds like, well, that's insignificant. So, right. you know, and to be fair, it, it depends on how well you know, and that, aud- that audience that we were spending $100,000 a week on, we might do a test, you know, with $500 a day, right, uh, might be a test for them. But, um, you know, if it was one that we thought, you know, things were looking good for already. But um, so, so it's, it's different levels of this. It might be $5 a day. The only problem is when you get down too small is it takes too long to collect data. 
Okay. Really, if you're going to get the data in three to five days now, you need to spend a minimum of $10 a day. Okay. So if you're going to test 10 different ads, you're going to spending $100 a day possibly. Yeah. Um, with, or if, you, if that's more than you want to spend, you, you limit it to three ads. You test three at a time, cut one off, put another one on kind of thing. But, um, but the, the key is, are you talking to the right people first? Right. You know, if, you, if you're talking to, if you want to sell, you know, you, if you have a ski resort and you want to sell it to skiers and you're talking to people that love going to the beach, you're out of luck. So you spend all the money you want. They ain't, yep. they ain't buying. Yeah. So yep, that's yep. good. Again, basic marketing things apply yep. to an online market. Yep. Yep. More so than what most people realize with that. So, yeah. um, so, so that's your first step. Is you, are you talking to the right people? The second thing that you're looking at when you're talking to these people are, is their offer or is your offer. What are you offering them? Are you offering them something that you know works that people want? From what you are you offering them something that nobody wants? When we're start now, if you're just starting out, the best thing to do is take an offer that you've used somewhere else that worked somewhere else. I don't care if it worked on radio, TV, direct mail, if it was on the back of your business card and you handed your business card out and people responded to it, take that offer and use it online or use it on in your Facebook ads when you're getting started. Man, that, yeah, can can I just pause there? You, dude, that's gold because mm -hmm. I've been thinking here, too many times we segment in our mind, well, this is Facebook ads. These are different than my radio. No, they're not. It's the message. And yep. it should transfer yep. pretty clearly. Yep, yep. Good job. When you get yeah. When you get this down, we've had several customers that use Facebook to test an ad. You know, if you're going to run a radio ad, you're going to have to spend several thousand dollars to find out that offer and that ad is working. You can find out on Facebook was working for 50 bucks. Yeah. So what you do is you start, you use Facebook as your testing source. We, you have an audience that you know that responds. So we're assuming you have the audience taken care of. And then what you do is you go to the offer and you just try different offers to that audience. The one that responds the best is the one that becomes your radio ad, your TV ad, your um, direct mail, your newspaper, whatever you're using, what you yep. put on the side of your van. Um, so all I mean, of it, it doesn't matter. All of it. It doesn't matter. And sometimes people will come and say, well, I want to keep, they make Facebook stand all by itself. I'm like, if you've got a proven offer, that's fine. But if you want to go and, and um, start, you don't start with an untested offer. You start with a tested offer. And then you, um, and then once you know that your audience is right, you can take it from there. You know, and the offer um, is all kind of, there are many things to consider in an offer. Okay. Um, you know, things like, you know, are you asking people to take too big of a step? You know, if somebody's never seen you on Facebook before, if you're a local company, it's one thing, but if you're a national company and they've, if they've, if you're a local business and they drive by your, so you're a restaurant or you, yeah. I don't care if you're an insurance agent and you have your name on the building out front, people drive by all the time, they see you on Facebook, they have something concrete to know that you've got something invested. When you're online, when you're marketing regionally or nationally, nobody sees anything physical for you. So you're, all of your presence is there. And it, and it goes back to, again, one of the previous podcasts is about relationships and how yep. important it is to have a funnel in place that they click mm -hmm. on my ad. Uh, for instance, I mean, our, my core business is I'm a book publisher. So I've got a really high ticket item. If I run a Facebook ad that says, buy a book today, I bet you I'm going to have a failed Facebook ad. <laughs> well, if we got the right audience, we might be able to retarget and block prospects. And, you know, there's, there's some things we could do. But for the, if you're doing it to a cold audience, you're going to have a tough time. Yeah. So to giving them an easier next step to say, hey, download my free report on the seven steps that it takes to become an author or something like that. That's right. a much easier step to take yes. than buy a book or whatever. Yep. So that's, that's yep. really, really important. 
Yep. Yes, it is. And, and that's one of the things you look at. So if it didn't work, am I asking people to take too big of a step? And by the way, asking somebody that's never talked to you before to pick up the phone and call you big is step. too big of a step. Big step. Um, you know, since, and it's always been this way, but especially since texting has taken over messaging online, people do not necessarily want to pick up the phone and talk to you. Just saying. Uh, once they get to know you, they, there, there, there are some that do, but it's a small minority. That's right. So, uh, so make sure that you have something in there that they can do without. And if, if that's where they're stopping, that's where, they're, um, that's where your problem is in your offer. You're asking for too big of a first step. Right. Um, wow. then, that's, so, that's great. Well, the other thing that we talked about previously is, again, having that mm -hmm. funnel set in place because it's not see an ad, click an ad, buy something. It's see an ad, right. click an ad, get into a funnel, buy right. something typically. Yep. And in that funnel, we've talked about on other podcasts of, of using video. Yep. to get let people get to know you, know you. because yep. people need to know like and trust you so that's that's another part of that funnel that's part of your facebook ad strategy correct and that's all part and there's different ads running to people that have done different things there's different ads running we're not talking about that right now we're talking about your offer <laughs> so what are you offering people to uh get them to come to you and if you're making them take too big of a step that's your uh that's one of the biggest things the other one is is do they, do they does your ideal customer or client care about this you know, someone will come and say, well, we're getting the wrong kind of leads. What are we offering them then? And is it the kind of thing that your ideal customer or client cares about? Or is it just the people that you really don't want to talk to care about that? Because we right. can attract more. I do ask people when we're talking to them, they're saying, yes, we've got this list of customers. And then my question is, is do you want more of them? And seriously, because if you, if you don't want more of them, we're not going to upload that list of customers and try and get more of them because we will. And if they're the wrong people, you're just going to have yeah. more of the wrong people. Amen. So and it's okay not to have yep. that audience. Yep, it's okay not to have that audience. It just, we'll, but then that just means we have to do something different. But that's fine. We know that going in, and and it's. I'm going to say that all people that I asked that to, 25% of them don't want more of their people, of the people that they've got, like the people they've got. They're looking for something else. So, okay, then we have to. We have to. But does it? Will our will our ideal prospect like? what we're offering exactly yeah um, we always like what we offer i always think yep. my offers are the best yep <laughs> I, I agree i same with you i'm right there that's the mastermind is for you we talked about a few episodes back about using a mastermind they'll tell you especially if there if there's a few of your ideal customers in there they'll say i really don't care about that you go okay well then <laughs> you should go back to the drawing board yeah yeah go back to the drawing board so um that is good you know the other thing i look at is the price you know, is the price too high? Is the price too low? You know, mm -hmm. sometimes you can give people too good of a deal. Then yeah. they could, that it's too good to be true. And they'll go, when it's too good to be true, it's, it's too good to be true. And it always works out that way. So then you raise your price and you actually sell more. Yes. Um, so I'm just saying that's the case. Or are you trying to sell, you know, is your first offer, a, you know, $997 offer with nothing in between? You can either do zero for free or you can, you can pay me $1,000. And that's the, that's the limit. And, and that's, you know, yeah. that might be, and depends on your industry. You know, sometimes um, we talk about, you know, entry point offers or something that you, a small offer somebody buys. Mm -hmm. And if the thing that you're selling is $10,000, $997 might be an entry point offer. Right. So I'm just saying you, you have to look at that. That's like that $7 free or $7, whatever it's. Mm -hmm. You might have a $997, whatever, it's because you know that you're going to sell $9,997 or plan B is $14,997 and plan C is $19,997.
And so you know that if they won't, if they won't spend a thousand, they're definitely not going to spend the 10, 15 or 20. So, I mean, again, it goes back to money math about what we were talking about a few episodes ago is where are you at and what do you, and yes, you're going to have, when you're selling a $997 entry point offer, you're going to have less people taking it, but you don't have to sell as many. That's right. Yeah. You know, if you're selling a thousand dollar offer that has a fairly low cost of goods and you it costs you eight hundred dollars per sale, you're still making two hundred dollars every time you sell one. Plus, you get a chance to sell into all the more expensive stuff. That's right. And if they're and if they're with you all you know, for a long period of time, it all adds mm-hmm. up. It's again yep. goes back to what we talked about: is knowing your business model, yep. knowing your numbers, yep, and yep. playing to that. Yep, yep, it definitely is. So that's the thing. Another thing that a lot of people miss in their offers, and by the way, I've been guilty of this too, but is there a reason to respond right now? Mm, Is there some kind of urgency? Is it, you know, um, we're having a live webinar, live special training, and I'm doing it on Monday at one o'clock. Well, Monday at two o'clock, it's too late, you know, so you, I mean, um, yeah, that, well, that's right. And, and, you know, right now we're at the end of the month, we could mm -hmm. run an offer and say, Hey, this is the end of September, right? October 1st, the offer's yep. done. Yep. Giving people a reason to take action. Yep, yep, because if, if people will delay, most of them are not going to remember to buy on their own. You're gonna send them another email. That's right. Um, I mean, a lot of times I don't buy. I got a, I got a, um, a, a email selling something to me, and it's something I signed up for last year. It's a yearly kind of thing. Okay. I know that I'm gonna sign up for it, but I have till October 30th to get the early bird discount. I'm like, yeah, well, I got it last night. I'm like, yeah, well, they're going to send me more emails. I just deleted That's it. Right, knowing yeah, that I'm gonna, seriously. And, and I know that I'm going to buy it. I mean, it's not even, a, I mean, it's not even a, yes, I'm going to buy it. It's a steal for what I, you know, what I get out of it. I'm going to buy, but I'm not going to buy it until the 20th of October or 25th. Heck, that's still five days early. So that's right. Why? Um, but yeah, so how do you get, but how do you set up that urgency in there that they want to buy it? and not fake urgency, but how do you set it up? I mean, if, if it's a digital item, you know, you can probably sell 10,000 of them if you want to, right. but I'm saying you're limiting it to five, but if it's, you know, what kind of urgency you set up that is legitimate. Right. For people. And that that so, is important because we need that. Yep. That's what gets yep. us going. Yep. Yep. That's what gets people do um, to get going. Another thing that, that people underestimate um, a lot, uh, I see it myself and I, is the fact about bonuses. Yeah. Do you offer any kind of bonus with it? You know, then, then they think back to the Ginsu dives where, you know, where if you remember those two and, the, and there's more and there's more, there's, but there's a reason that there was more because they sold a crap load of stuff. They still do that in information and in, infomercials with you um, and they still sell a lot of stuff. So what kind of bonus can you offer with your product? You know, you might, you could sell something at full price and offer a gift. And especially if that gift is, you know, your book or right. it's your, it's information that you've given them. Um, but once you've created that book, it's not that expensive to do it. They're getting a high value and it's not costing you a lot of cash to do. That's and right. this, but that works in any industry that you want to do it in. I mean, that works in the grocery industry. He can give you a cookbook. Um, you can come buy all your food to make it at my store. So, you know, <laughs> that's, well, and, and that's, you know, and that's brilliant right there. Yeah. Um, to teach people how to do it, to give a bonus because that's mm-hmm. something they can only get if they buy the product. And oh, by the way, yep. you need to buy it before the end of the month. So you, right. you start compounding these things yep. and it says, wow. Yep. Um, I've seen some people do offers to say, hey, you need to buy by this time or the bonuses go away. Yep, yep, well, I've seen that motivation. too. Yep, yep, and I bought stuff to get the bonuses. Yes. You know, I, I bought items because the bonus was so good going, I only kind of want the item, but I really want the bonus. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, smart marketer there. Smart marketer. The person that was selling did a great job with that. And I can't, by the way, I, I still, the one thing I'm particularly thinking of now, I got that bonus probably seven years ago. I still use it pretty, not pretty regularly, regularly in things that I do. And it has far more value to me than what I actually bought it, <laughs> that I got when I bought it. So That's um, awesome. So that has worked out that way. But what bonuses can you offer? Yeah. And the bonus can be related, directly related to the, what you're selling, or it could be an ancillary bonus. It doesn't have to be something that's exactly related to what you're selling. Right. Um, you know, sign up for an appointment now, and you know, when you show up, I'll give you a certificate for dinner for two at wherever. wherever. Yeah. So, yep. so here's a, a wow factor, right? And with this, we're getting way off track, but we, my wife and I just bought <laughs> another insurance policy on her. And you know, we did all the stuff online. The guy sends me the actual contract from the insurance thing, you know, in his big binder and paperclip to the top of it is a gift card to a restaurant Yep. from him. And I thought, yep. wow, he didn't have to do that. Nope. That was nope. that bonus that he, so as you're thinking business strategy, mm -hmm. how do you thank your, your new clients? And I don't know, it's $20 gift card or something is, but it's like, well, that was awfully kind of him. Yep. yep. Endeared me to him. And yep. it doesn't have to be that. It could be all kinds of things, but yep. find a way to bonus gift. Yep. Yep. Bonus gifting. You can do it when you're selling. You can do it afterwards for, there's, there's ways you can do it all around, but what can you offer? And can you offer more than one bonus? Yes. If it doesn't cost, I mean, you can build it up so it's, it's no big deal for what you're doing. So what kind of bonus can you offer? And then one of the big ones at the end is, you know, how have you reversed the risk? Is the person that's mm -hmm. buying, what kind of guarantee do you have? Is the person yeah. that's buying exposed to all the risk yeah. or, you know, how have you made it so that you're assuming some of the risk? And if you're doing a good job, you're going to get very, very, very few returns. Very few. Um, and, you're good. and on the flip side of that, if you're making enough money with Brian's Facebook ads, even if you have to give the money away, that, give it back, that's okay. And in nope. fact, I'm a firm believer, because I've got a guarantee on my product, is that if you have to refund the money for whatever reason, that's, that turns into a great testimonial to say, I'm yep. a person of integrity. I will give your money back. Look yep. what happened here. Yep. Yep. Same thing. I agree totally with that. It hurts, by the way, don't get me wrong. It hurts it to give it back, but it does. If it, you're, yes, it has to happen. But so how are you, what kind of guarantee are you offering the people that are working with you? And some, right. you know, some industries you can't offer the same kind of guarantee, but still as, as your offer and you're, you can still guarantee that you're going to be on time. You can still guarantee that you're going to respond promptly. You're, you can, there's guarantees you can offer that may not be in the performance of your product, but you are going to guarantee um, different things. So you do have that all possible. So, so there's some of the big things that you've, um, that you've got to do with it um, well, with your offer. So, okay. So that we, we, we've just, we just scratched the surface on this thing. So mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to uh, pause and we're going to come back for um, episode two of the failed Facebook ads. That's right? right. What do you look at? Yep. That's right. So let, let's pause right there. So today we've talked about the, uh, is your audience right and is your offer right? And you just went through a litany of things about your offer. Again, I want to yep. send people to your to your pod, or to your blog, GoSocialExperts.com. Look for the yep. blog because it's here. And then uh, connect with Brian and ask him some, some things uh, because yep. he, as you can tell just by listening to him, uh, he understands what he's talking about in marketing. And then how do you apply that online specifically here? So Brian, thanks for uh, another great episode, and we'll be back next week with part two of Failed Facebook Ads. Ooh, sounds good. Okay. A cliffhanger. There you go. See you soon. See you soon. Social media marketing should be part of your overall business growth plan. Brian Hahn can help you gain more prospects and clients without wasting your time or money on hit-or-miss tactics. 
there's a gold mine waiting for you online if you know where to find it. That's what Brian and his team can help you with. You can reach out to Brian at GoSocialExperts.com. And if you'd like for Brian to mail you a copy of his book, just go to his website, GoSocialExperts.com forward slash book. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so each new episode will be sent to you automatically when it's released. Have a terrific day.